Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Reading today, 1 Chronicles chapters 3 through 5. These are the sons of David who were born in Hebron. The oldest was Abdon, whose mother was Ahinahem from Jezreel. The second was Daniel, whose mother was Abigail from Carmel. The third was Absalom, whose mother was Makkah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Jeshur. The fourth was Adonijah, whose mother was Haggath. The fifth was Sephaniah, whose mother was Abtanel. The sixth was Ithram, whose mother was Eglah, David's wife. These six sons were born to David in Hebron, where he reigned seven and a half years. Then David reigned another thirty-three years in Jerusalem. The sons born to David in Jerusalem included Shamael, Shabob, Nathan, and Solomon. Their mother was Bathsheba, the daughter of Ahimeel. David also had nine other sons, Ibhar, Elashua, Ephlath, Nogal, Nepheg, Jaffa, Elimeshama, Elhada, and Ephrath. These were the sons of David, not including his sons born to his concubines. Their sister was named Tamar. The descendants of Solomon were Rehoboam, Abijah, Asa, Jehoshaphat, Nerom, Hazalel, Joash, Amazal, Uzzah, Jotham, Ahaz, Hezekiah, Manasseh, Amon, and Josiah. The sons of Josiah were Jenon, the oldest, Jehoiakim, the second, and Zedekiah, the third, and Joahaz, the fourth. The successors of Jehoiakim were his son, Jehoiakim, and his brother, Zedekiah. The sons of Joachim, who were taken prisoner by the Babylonians, were Shetiel, Mazram, Pedai, Sazar, Jechem, Hoshma, Zenamiah. The sons of Pedai were Zerubbabel and Shimei. The sons of Zerubbabel were Mishalom and Hananiah. Their sister was Shimoth. His five other sons were Hashadob, Hula, Berakiah, Hashadiah, and Jushabab Hishdid. The sons were Hananiah. The sons of Hananiah were Peleathel and Jeshishiah. Jeshishiah's son was Rephahiah. Rephahiah's son was Arnon. 
Arnon's son was Obadiah. Obadiah's son was Shechaniah. The descendants of Shechaniah were Shemaiah, and his sons Hatush, Igal, Barariah, Nerariah, and Shaphath, six in all. The sons of Nerariah were Eloniah, Hezekiah, and Emazam, three in all. The sons of Eloiah were Hadaviah, Elishab, Pilah, Echab, Jehoahan, Delal, and Aniel, seven in all. This is the descendants of Judah were Perez, Hezron, Carmi, Hur, and Shobal. Shobal's son, Rehiah, was the father of Jeath. Jeath was the father of Ahumaniah and Lehad. These were the families of the Zorathites. The descendants of Etam were Jezreel, Imam, Idbash, and their sister Hazaponiah, Peniel, the father of Gidur, and Ezer, the father of Huash, Hushah. These were the descendants of Hur, the firstborn of Epharath, the ancestor of Bethlehem. Ashur, the father of Tekahol, had two wives named Hela and Zarah. Zerah gave birth to Ahazaham, Hefer, Timonai, and Ha-Hashbai-Arai. Hela gave birth to Zareth, Izar, Ethan, and Koz, who became the ancestor of Enob, Zabal, and all the families of Herah, son of Harum. There was a man named Jabez, who was more honorable than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. He was the one who prayed to God of, to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do, and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. Kilob, the brother of Shelah, was the father of Mehur. Mehur was the father of Eshtaton. Eshtaton was the father of Beth-Rapha, Pesha, and Timnah. Timnah was the father of Ur-Nahash. These were the descendants of Rekah. The sons of Canaz were Othnel and Sarah. Othnel's sons were Haoth and Mionath. Mionath was the father of Ophrah. Sarah was the father of Joab, 
the founder of the Valley of Craftsmen, so called because they were craftsmen. The sons of Caleb, son of Jephanel, were Iru, Elah, and Nam. The sons, the son of Elah was Kenaz. The sons of Jahalel were Ziph, Zipha, Tirah, and Asheral. The sons of Isra were Jether, Merib, Epher, and Jalon. One of Merid's wives became the mother of Miraram, Shemei, and Ishbah, the father of Ishmael. His he married a woman from Judah who became the mother of Jared, the father of Geder, Heber, the father of Soko, and Jechathul, the father of Zenai. Mered also married Bethiel, a daughter of Pharaoh, and she bore him children. Hodiah's wife was the sister of Namam. One of her sons was the father of Kelah the Garmite, and another was the father of Ishmael the Maccabite. The sons of Shimon were Amon, Rina, Ben Hanan, and Tilon. The descendants of Israi were Zoheth and Ben Zoheth. Shehai was the son of Judas, one of Judah's sons. The descendants of Shelah were Ur, the father of Lekah, Lada, the father of Merishbah. The families of linen workers at Beth Hashbal, Jochum, the men of Kozabah, and Joash, and Saf, were who ruled over Moab, and Jerashep, Avelim. These names all came from ancient records. They were the pottery makers who lived in Netham and Gerai. They lived there and worked for the king. The sons of Simeon were Jemerhel, Jamin, Jerib, Zohar, and Shal. The descendants of Shal were Shalhum, Mishlam, and Mishmah. The descendants of Mishmah were Hamahel, Zechur, and Shimei. Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but none of his brothers had large families, so Simeon's tribe never grew as large as the tribe of Judah. They lived in Beersheba, Molada, Hazar Shul, Bila, Izam, Tulad, Bethel, Horma, Ziklag, Beth Markaboth, Halazar Shulam, Beth Berber, and Sharahum. These towns were under the control until the time of King David. Their descendants also lived in 
Etam, An, Remnon, Tokan, Ashon, five towns and their surrounding villages as far away as Belath. This was their territory, and these names were listed in their genealogical records. Other descendants of Simeon included Mishabab, Jamlek, Joash, son of Ahamazal, Joel, Jehu, son of Jobash Baal, son of Serahal, son of Ashehel, Elokanani, Jakabal, Jeshbalna, Ayash, Idel, Jimash, Jimahel, Benihel, and Ziza, son of Shiphai, son of Elon, son of Jedi, son of Shimrai, the son of Shimahiah. These were the names of the sons of the leaders of Simeon's wealthy clans. Their families grew, and they traveled to the region of Jerah, in the east part of the valley, seeking pasture land for their flocks. They found lush pastures there, and the land was spacious, quiet, and peaceful. Some of Ham's descendants had been living in that region, but during the reign of King Hezekiah of Judah, these leaders of Simeon invaded the region and completely destroyed the homes of the descendants of Ham and the Minuites. No trace of them remains today. They killed everyone who lived there and took the land for themselves because they wanted its good pasture land for their flocks. Five hundred of these invaders from the tribe of Simeon went to Mount Seir, led by Pelathai, Nirai, Rephahai, and Uzalel, all sons of Ishai. They destroyed the few Amalekites who had survived. And they, and they have lived there ever since. The oldest son of Israel was Reuben, but since he had dishonored his father by sleeping with one of his father's concubines, his birthright was given to the sons of his brother Joseph. For this reason, Reuben is not listed in the genealogical records as the firstborn son. The descendants of Judah became the most powerful tribe and provided a ruler for the nation, but the birthright belonged to Joseph. The sons of Reuben, the oldest son of Israel, were Hanak, Palu, Hizron, and Carmi. The descendants of Joel were Shemahiah, Gog, Shimahiah, Micah, Rehiel, Baal, and Berah. Berah was the leader of the Reubenites when they had taken into captivity by King Telath Pezar of Assyria. Berah's relatives are listed in their genealogical records by their clans. Jael, the leader, 
Zechariah, and Bela, son of Ahaz, son of Shimei, son of Joel. The Reubenites lived in the area that stretches from Haor to Nebel, the Embael Meon. And since they had so many livestock in the land of Gilead, they spread east toward the edge of the desert that stretches to the Euphrates River. During the reign of Saul, the Reubenites defeated the Hagarites in battle. Then they moved into the Hagarite settlements all along the eastern edge of Gilead. Next to the Reubenites, the descendants of Gad lived in the land of Bashan, as far east as Sakalah. Joel was the leader of the land of Bashan, and Sepham was second in command, followed by Jenai and Saphoth. Their relatives, the leaders of the seven other clans, were Michael, Mishalam, Seba, Zorai, Jekon, Ziah, and Eber. These were all descendants of Abahal, son of Hurai, son of Zarahal, son of Gilead, son of Michael, son of Jeshbahai, son of Jodol, son of Buz. Aiha, son of Abanael, son of Gunai, were the leader of the clans. The Gadites lived in the land of Gilead and Bashan and its villages and throughout all the pastures, pasture lands of Sharon. All of these were listed in the genealogical records during the days of King Jotham of Judah and King Jeroboam of Israel. There were 44,760 capable warriors in the armies of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. They were all skilled in combat and armed with shields, swords, and bows. They waged war against the Hagarites and the Jeturites, the Naphrashites, and the Nabalites. They cried out to God during the battle, and he answered their prayer because they trusted in him. So the Hagarites and all their allies were defeated. The plunder taken from the Hagarites included 50,000 camels, 250,000 sheep and goats, 2,000 donkeys, and 100,000 captives. Many of the Hagarites were killed in the battle because God was fighting against them. The people of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh lived in their land until they were taken into exile. The half-tribe of Manasseh was very large and spread through the land from Bashan to Baal Hermon, Sinar, and Mount Hermon. These were the leaders of their clans, Ephor, Ishai, Hilal, Azrael, Jeremiah, Hulaviah, and Jaldel. These men had a great reputation as mighty warriors and leaders of their clans. But these tribes were unfaithful to the God of their ancestors. They worshipped the gods of the nations that God had destroyed. So the God of Israel caused King Pul of Assyria, also known as Telgath Pesalar, to invade the land and take away the people of Reuben, Gad, 
and the half-tribe of Manasseh as captives. The Assyrians exiled them to Halal, Hebar, Hara, and the Gozan River, where they remain to this very day. In 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10, we see a passage of scripture that several years was extremely popular. It caused many books to be written and, uh, and a lot of merchandise to come along to this idea. And there in verse 10, it says this. Oh, he, he, being Jabez, was the one who prayed to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. Again, there was a book written called The Prayer of Jabez. And the whole idea was to pray this, this exact prayer and that if we would do something like this, we would be blessed by God, that we would also have our territory expanded and that God would bless us and that we would be kept from trouble and pain. Without getting into the details of Jabez himself here in the text, this, while it was requested and granted by the Lord, is not a prayer that we should be praying. Too often today, Christians are so more concerned about their possessions and about all that we can accumulate and not having trouble and pain that we are forgetting to follow the Lord. Books might be written, but the focus needs to be on, please be with me. May we be with God. May we be following him. Rather than the opposite, that God will bless what we want him to do. May we bless God and what he wants us to do. The real question will be, Who is taking the lead in our lives? Are we expecting God to come along with us so that we can say, bless us and bless me and may I have more and more and more? Or should our desire be, God, where you want me to go, what you want me to do, I will follow you in everything. That should be our desire. Our hope and our goal in our lives need to be serving the Lord rather than serving ourselves so that we can have more wealth and more possessions. God needs to be the only possession that we truly desire in our lives. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.